Do you need? Do you want something for over it or? Whoa! <laughs> Excellent start. <laughs> it's a live one. <laughs> Good morning, Emma. Hello. How are you? Um, very tired, but happy to be here. <laughs> yeah, happy, happy to be here. <laughs> yeah, happy new year. Happy New Year. How was your Christmas, Naomi? It was very good, but it yeah. was, there's a lot going on. Yeah, um, yeah. But I have a brand new microphone. <gasps> it's so exciting. So now we've got a microphone each, so we're hoping sound. will help the sound. Our, our lovely <laughs> technical producer, Justin, uh, has yeah. been helping us. <laughs> this is also a first for us because with the new year, we are recording this one not sat next to each other. I know. Which is sad, um, but we are doing this over Zoom um, because I am still down uh, with my parents over Christmas and Naomi is in London. So, um, but it does mean the sound will be a lot better. I don't yes. know how we get back again, but all good. And what are you drinking today, Naomi? Um, so to be honest, just water. <laughs> yeah, I've got a big, big glass of cordial because I went out last night. <laughs> yeah, we're very deep into the Christmas festivities mm. and... yes. We are feeling it, feeling it. Yes, we are feeling it. <laughs> uh, but that's okay. That's okay. Because we will still yeah. give our wonderful, honest reviews of shows that we have seen in December. Um, but let's start with the results of our Tina Turner Ticket oh, yes. Challenge. Tina Turner Ticket Challenge. Oh my gosh. This was very exciting. So we went and did our Tina Turner Ticket Challenge. We actually went the day before we planned to um, mm. because I had to change the date. Sorry about that, no? Yeah, um, Emma's just so fully booked that. <laughs> <laughs> Naomi, let's talk about should we talk about the pre like the the research we did because you're all about the research what we did before we turned up yes because we've been doing this a few weeks leading up we've been researching tickets just mm -hmm. you know to see what the prices were at certain points yes and we definitely found that the closer you get to a day the cheaper they become yes some of them more than others and some theatres aren't like that but it seemed for Tina, definitely, that there was that. Yeah. Big changes in the price. Big Tina. changes. So we met for a cocktail before. At mm -hmm. the, where did we go? Oh, the Waldorf, wasn't it? So the Waldorf. Oh, yeah, I think so. It's very close to the theatre, quite fancy. Yeah, it was very busy because it's very busy. Christmas and everything. But we managed to get a little table and had a very, very nice, quite expensive cocktail. But we weren't going for dinner. So we thought that was okay. You got... I know this is not re relevant, really, but you had like a hot cocktail yeah, and did. You, like, in a teapot. Which I know. First. I, I, I've never I, seen that. I can't work out if I liked it or not. <laughs> it was kind of nice, but yeah, there was quite a lot of it. It was like tea with gin. I feel like if um, if we'd had longer, I would have kind of sipped it much more leisurely. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we hadn't given ourselves much time, actually, to... No, no, we hadn't. But the reason we hadn't given ourselves much time is because actually on a Tuesday, it starts at seven o'clock. Yes. So take start, notes yeah, take notes. start times because it turns out they are different times mm. depending on the day of the week and obviously we we had a bit of chat about this actually when we were having our cocktails about how the national theater are looking at doing this they're going to be changing some start times to start earlier so i think they were talking about starting some shows at six o'clock which i'm a big fan of because i hate being at the theater late because i get tired yeah. um Same. but <laughs> but we were then saying about how a lot of actors that would really sort of mess up their family life and stuff. And yeah, I don't know. 
But I was very happy that this Tina Turner was starting at seven because it's quite a long show. It is a long show. In fact, yeah, I was because I was oh, I can't remember now. Home by about half ten, maybe yeah. a quarter to eleven. But mm. if if it had started at half seven, I'd have mm. been home after eleven. I know that's Madness. late. That was like, you know on a weekday. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> on a Tuesday. <laughs> so we had our cocktails and we headed to the theatre. We had given ourselves a price plan, hadn't we? Yes. I think we didn't want to pay more than 50. Yes. Well, because it is a West End show, so we're very yeah. aware. And we did really want to see it. <laughs> and we didn't want a rubbish seat. We did want like a good seat. Yes, um, yes. And it was Christmas. So in our heads, we were like, we're going to go and barter. But it ended up that the lady was very nice. And we did it Yeah, that's... Yeah. I, I mean, they're obviously in the box office. They're really used to it. So I, mm. I don't think... I don't know about haggling, whether that is a thing people do. No. However... Mm-hmm. there are a couple of things that we noticed when we were at the box office. So the first thing is, obviously, if you pay at the box office, you don't pay a booking fee. And yes. sometimes if you're some shows, the booking fee is quite a lot, like mm. a good three, four quid. Yeah. So that's just a little thing. I mean, I know it's not much, but it is, you know, that, that does make a difference if you go to the theatre a lot. So no booking fee. And then we were offered two tickets together, weren't we? Yeah. Were they the front of the dress? I think they were just a row in front of us, actually. Row F of the dress. Oh. Yeah, together. And they were going to be £70 each. That was right? I think they were going to be 80 weren't oh, they? £80. £80 each, that's it. They were together. They were together. And obviously, uh, if you bought them... What I've just had a look up is how much it would be if you bought them... Uh, in the end, the end of January. Now, I feel that like January still tickets are normally a little bit cheaper anyway because not a lot of people get out to the theatre then. But mm-hmm. um, it's pretty much what you would pay on the day anyway. So that was like there was no difference there. So F, I can see at the minute that uh, dress circle row F seats sort of 16, 14 to 16 are £80 a ticket. However, what we then said was we don't mind not sitting together. Yeah. <laughs> which was very exciting because then she went, oh, great. And so we were able to get two tickets. They were only, they weren't that far away from each other, were they? You were just, you were the row in front. Yeah. And then then like you were at the very end and I was probably six seats in. Yeah. So I've looked at these. It was roads G and H that we had. So these were offered to us for £45. Yeah. And we both went, yeah, that yeah. works. And again, I've looked up how much they would have been if we booked them for the end of January and they would be £70 each. Yeah, it's a good saving. Which is a really good saving. And then what made it even better was <laughs> the person next to you got really, she felt really sorry for us. <laughs> well, I think they must have, because Emma was, chat- we were chatting before it started. And so Emma was sort of in front of me because all the seats were free at that point. So we were chatting and then obviously moved to her seat when it started. Mm. But so the woman next to me was obviously like, oh, they're friends, but they're not together. (laughs) (laughs) Not Um, knowing that we'd just been really... Yeah, so they had a seat next to them. So they moved down and she was like, oh, your friend can come and sit here if she wants. Yeah. Which I could, because the show had started, so I couldn't actually get Emma's. I couldn't like communicate with Emma at that point. But second half... We sat together. It, it was great. Yeah. So we sat together the second half, which was really, really good. So yeah, that was great. So we ended up sitting together anyway. Yeah, so yeah, I would definitely say there is there is some good savings. If you if you do your research a bit and you see stuff that is has got a lot of seats free, I would I would definitely recommend people doing that. Yeah. Going in before the show um and just see what you can get. 
Yeah, yeah. It, it was totally worth it. And we feel like that's just how we should get our tickets now. <laughs> so we're going to try it, aren't we, with Sunset Boulevard? Oh, yeah. And that kind of goes with our theme of next month's podcast. So should we just say what that is now? Yeah. yeah get everyone excited. So we are doing, <laughs> we've been talking about it for a while. We are going to do the Andrew Lloyd Webber special. Uh, <laughs> um, because I feel like we've both had a lot of experience with Andrew Lloyd Webber in terms of, not personally, but um, in terms of seeing a lot of his stuff, mm-hmm. growing mm-hmm. up with a lot of his stuff. I've been, if you've been in stuff, we, we, we did, we, we did a version of Joseph. We did a version once. of Joseph, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've like, we've performed bits of his stuff as well. And I've definitely sung a lot of the songs for like auditions and yeah. exams and stuff. So I feel like we've got a lot of history with Angelo Webber, but around him as well, there is a lot of questions about his integrity and stuff. And, we're and, like, and I guess in. this sort of like partly came up because we did see Cinderella mm. with Carrie Hope Fletcher and then obviously all that like controversy of it. Yes. Flopping. Exactly. Um, it's also a lot throughout COVID as well of things he was doing and stuff. And, you know, we, we can sort of, pick this apart i'm actually gonna do a little bit of research you know yeah, yeah, me too. the next <laughs> but in light of that we are going to see a couple of andrew lloyd weathers in january so this is very exciting so we will bring some reviews of some stuff currently on in the west end of andrew lloyd weather and then uh maybe we'll even talk about cinderella in terms of a show even though it's not ever going to be on again yeah i, I think yeah i think it'll be our opinion on cinderella i think would be interesting <laughs> yes i agree i agree um so yeah that would be our next podcasts and they're very exciting so look forward to that right so we're actually going to start our reviews with tina turner because yeah. we both saw it Naomi, do you want to kick us off with some information about- yes i haven't to be honest i haven't done absolutely loads of research but <laughs> i can tell you so the role of tina turner i think is sort of shared between two ladies ah that doesn't surprise me yeah it's because it's huge so we had alicia paul moses um mm-hmm. on the night we went to see it and then all I've also written down is directed by Belinda Lloyd. And that's that's basically all the research we've got there. <laughs> that's fine. And that's at the uh, oh, theatre, was it? At? Aldwych. Oh, that's it. So it was at the Aldwych Theatre, right on the Strand, in that lovely sort of curb at the end of the yeah. Strand. It's a very, very nice theatre, I have to say. Yeah, oh, it was nice. decorated so beautifully. Yeah. It was it's all a nice for one. Christmas. It was so, so lovely. Well, also, sorry, oh, I was just th- no, I was just thinking, because if you're buying your tickets on the day, you don't have to queue up because you go into the mm. box office queue. And then once you've got the tickets, you just sort of jump the queue, really. Oh, yeah, so, that was good. You know, that was good, yeah, actually. Another top tip. <laughs> <laughs> go to the box office to uh, jump the queue. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, so the story is very autobiographical. It basically documents her life from child all the way up to superstar. I thought this song, because obviously being a jukebox musical, which we've talked about a little bit, and I don't think we've actually done the big quick dick question about jukebox musicals yet, but I think we do need to talk about them at some point. You know, it. W- I felt that it did fit in very, very well to her life. The only yes. one, the only one where I was like, hmm, was we don't need another hero at the end. I was like, where is that even coming into it? Why? But then I also got distracted by audience at that point. So I think I lost. That's right. Yes. But that's such a great song. I it's think by, by song. the end, because it only comes on sort of towards the end. Yeah. I think it's, um, it, yeah, it didn't bother me it mm. being there. <laughs> but what we also learnt is that, because they did songs 
that Tina Turner has recorded. So mm-hmm. one of them was Don't Turn Around, yes. which we know from Asward and Ace of Bass. So we didn't know that she'd ever recorded that. No. And that was that great, was lovely, that song, honestly. That such a lovely I, I moment. Yeah. listening to that song, actually, that version. That yeah, was it's great, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was a hard, the first half definitely was very hard to watch. Just her kind of relationship with Ike and there was a lot about sort of relationship and abuse and yeah he was a very horrible man <laughs> he was a very horrible man um and also her relationship with her parents was really oh, yeah her mum and her mum particularly so yeah I, I always I love I love when I learn more about an artist or or someone through seeing a show or or watching a film or something mm-hmm. so that was great I thought she was phenomenal oh she was amazing oh my goodness and her voice was just I, I don't know how, I don't know how she does that. Well, that's mostly why they share the part, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't do have... enough research about, but there's definitely two people down on the cast as Tina. As it Tina. doesn't say like, there's not like alternate Tina. They're both no, Tina. It's literally like they share. They must do because and I feel like that with like with opera, you know, op- operas I learned not that long ago, but sort of, you know, that they only do something like three performances a week, the leads. Oh opera. yeah, I bet. So they, they they rotate the the operas so much because they can't do more than like three shows a week. The the sound was amazing. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, know. just really well staged. Mm. Like the bits with the past family members. This this isn't giving away anything about sort of almost like past characters we've seen, and they're like they come out and they're like almost like protecting her. Oh yeah, that was they the end of Act One. Her. That was really lovely. Yeah, that was really good. And I thought it was a real kind of testament to how good the West End shows are. They are so yeah. good. And it um and as we say, because it was a Tuesday, the audience wasn't too crazy. Mm. But even by the end, people were starting to like want to sing along, which oh, is not is yeah, there's the very, very end, they say you can sing and dance along. Yeah. But not until the very final song. Oh, I was getting annoyed. <laughs> so someone was starting to get a bit itchy and she was sort of putting her arms up to dance along. So I can only imagine what it's like on a Saturday. I can't even think about how mad it will be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it must, I mean, you know, the thing is, it's, they are done so, so well, but they are not, it's not a tribute act. It's no. literally, you know, if you want to sing and dance along, go to a tribute act, especially when the story was still being told. And I think that's yeah. what got me at the end when, yeah, she was singing, We Don't Need Another Hero. And it was still kind of part of the story. And it was sort of the bit where, you know, a very sad moment, uh, but all kind of her release, I'd say. And it was really poignant, but people were literally, yeah, the woman had her hands in the air and I was like, put your hands down. Put your hands down. <laughs> it's not for now. It's not for now. Wait for simply the best. That's exactly. The song, isn't it? That they yeah. say, come on, get up. Because she's yeah, sort of exactly. being in a concert. Yeah. Like as in the show, she's in a concert. So she's like, come on, everyone. But you're, but actually she means the the audience. Yeah. So I would definitely recommend it. Um, so in terms definitely. of mimosas, Naomi, what would you give it? Oh, five. Yeah, I'd give it a five mimosa. I just felt it was, yeah, it was really, really fun. I think it's it's one of those things that you could just go have a really good time. You're in safe hands. Mm. Yeah, enjoy yeah. it. Like, enjoy it. Yeah, it was good. Very, very good. Okay, Naomi, what are you reviewing this month? Okay, well, I've just got the one. Uh-huh. And this is a show you've seen as well. Oh, yeah. Um, but me and my sister went to see Old Friends mm-hmm. at the Gilgood, um, which is the Sundime tribute concert. Yes. It's star-studded. Bernadette Peters, Leah Salonga, Joanna Riding, Gavin Lee, all kinds of people. Bonnie and, Langford's in it. Bonnie Langford, yeah. Janie D. 
Yes. Um, directed by Matthew Bourne, apparently. Oh, I didn't realise. Oh, did yeah. I do that? Oh, that would that would make yeah. sense. That makes yeah. sense. Where were you sitting? Right. So we were sitting quite. We were in the grand circle, the furthest away one. Uh huh. Not many people up there. I've got to say, uh, quite yeah. empty up there. It was a bit more full down, you know, the stools and stuff. Yeah. But like those tickets down in the stools, some of them are £155. So, Jeez. yeah. And we probably spent 35 to 40, I think. Yeah. We, we spent 35. We were, we were right at the back of the stools, but it was still a good view. But yeah. Yeah. We... Oh, yeah. We had a good view. There was like a right, like one of those guardrails, but because oh, yeah. there was no one in front of us, or in fact beside us or behind us, oh, wow. uh, we could uh, lean right, you know. Yeah. We had a good enough view. So, yes, oh, we really enjoyed it. I mean, it's there's no story to it. It is no. just a load of the songs. Uh, and I knew most of the songs, Company, yeah. There's Some Gypsy. They have some West Side Story, which is always confusing because he only wrote the lyrics to it. Yes, that, when, when that happened, yeah. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> they, yeah, they do quite a lot of West Side Story, considering. Mm. Um, yeah. I think what I really liked about it as well was many of the songs... Not all of them, but many of them. They did almost like a full production of it. So mm. when they got to Sweeney Todd, the oh, whole, yeah, it, felt, yeah. it felt very Sweeney Todd and it felt like you were kind of watching a little snippet of it. So I thought that was awesome. And just some of the, oh my God, like the, the performances were amazing. Yeah, agreed. Oh, they were all on top, top of their game. You know? Yeah, yeah, so good. And like, I, I, it's funny actually with Bernadette Peters because I feel like, her voice doesn't suit a lot of songs, like not all of them anyway, but mm. oh my gosh, that woman can act. Like Sending the clowns. Like, yeah, oh, sending the clowns oh. and then losing my mind. Oh, Those my two. Mind. Oh my goodness me. She just brought the house down with them. And uh, she's this is like her first West End, isn't it? First yeah. West End. She's quite a big star. So it's quite a big deal to mm. uh, see her. Mm, I agree. Um, and just, um, you know, like Bonnie Langford singing I'm Still Here was amazing. Yeah, that was good. And she's like, oh my gosh. I mean, she's she's theatre royalty, isn't she? I but... mean, and she's really got the moves. Like, she's she has. She's yeah. so, so good still. I'm like, wow. I also really enjoyed um, JDD doing uh, The Boy From, which I'd never heard before. It's very fun, yeah. And it's that very, very, very long Spanish place name. Yes. Um, <laughs> From um, Verenda, but something, something. Yeah, yeah. Um, I really enjoyed that one. I've never heard it before, so you know, there we go. Le- and now I've listened to it a few times because oh. I'm like, oh, I like this one. So it's basically like a greatest hits, wasn't it? It was a Stephen Sondheim yeah. hits, um, and I think that's what I really liked about it. It was because I, yeah, knew a lot of the songs, hadn't always heard any of them sing sung live, which I think is great. Mm. So that was really fun. Yeah, it was just a really good night out, wasn't it? Because I, yeah, it was, and I sort of thought oh, I don't really know that many Sondheim, but actually I do, and I've seen quite, a, I have seen quite a lot of them. Yeah, because I saw Company a few years ago. I've mm-hmm. seen Gypsy. Mm. We've seen uh, we saw Follies together. We did see Follies? Love. Um, so there's loads. Yeah, loads yeah. Of big hits. Some really good, good, good bangers in there, isn't there? Yeah. Um. Oh well, well done, Stephen. And then it was a bit like an ode to him as well, which is quite sad. Yes, that. Oh, although what I will say, you know, because they're at the end, there's like a photo montage, and oh yeah, this is produced by Karen McIntosh. Karen McIntosh is in a hell of a lot of those photos. <laughs> <laughs> he just wants everyone to know that he was like, yeah. he's like just like he's who's my best friend. He's busy mate. Actually, like he's okay, Cameron, mate. but why are you in like? I would say he's in three quarters of the photos. <laughs> Um, oh dear but the actual singing around it was very nice and poignant but I felt like he'd put himself in too many pictures oh lovely well what would you give it then mimosas I'd probably give it I'd give it four yeah 
I'd agree with that. Yeah. I'd do yeah. a four because I, it was a really, really good night. Although it's one of those things where I, I feel like if you, I, I feel like the reason I loved it was because I knew a lot of his songs already. Yeah. I, it was definitely for Sondheim fans. Oh, 100%. Peter fans. So it was a very well-behaved crowd. Yes, you know, it was. Because a certain type of crowd well you get. Um, so yeah, great. Okay, great one. Okay, so I've only got one this week as well, or this month as well. So I have uh, a play. Well, it was a, it was a musical actually uh, called Two Strangers Carry a Cake Across New York." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very long title. Um, and whenever I tell people I was going to see it, they were like, "What?" <laughs> and it was at the Kiln Theatre, so up in Northwest London. So it was. I only have the two stars. That's all I have. Um, but. So it was Dijona Gift and Sam Tutti who were the two leads. It's an only mm-hmm. it's a two-person musical. Um, and they are like, they've got good credentials, both of them. So she was in uh, Hamilton and has done loads of stuff there. And then obviously Sam Tutti got the Olivia for Dear Evan Hansen. Mm-hmm. So you kind of felt like before you even went in, you're in good hands. You're, you're yeah. going to, you know, going to have a good time. I knew nothing about the show. I knew nothing about it because I didn't want to, I didn't want to know. I wanted to just go along and enjoy it. And I very much did. The set is amazing. It's just a load of suitcases all packed up on the middle of the stage. And then they all get like pulled out or they get pulled down and then there it's a bed or pulled down. Oh. It's a table and they're at a Chinese restaurant. And, you know, it's just very, very cool. Um, the story it's basically about, so Sam Tutti's character comes over to New York to go to his father's, his estranged father's, estranged, estranged father's wedding to someone new. And he's never properly seen him for a long time. And what he doesn't realise, doesn't give too much out away because he kind of finds this out quite quickly, doesn't realise is that actually his father doesn't know he's coming. He was invited by the bride, not oh. the dad. And what he, he he turns up and he meets the sister of the bride and she's like there to collect him and to take him to the, the flat that he's, or the, you know, the Airbnb that he's he's rented for, for the weekend. So he's only over for the weekend and he's kind of very kind of small town and then he comes to New York and it's like all the, you know, he used, it's like he's a proper tourist in New York and that's kind of where it, it kind of starts. And then it, you kind of find out a lot about their past, both of them, and they carry a cake across New York to go get the wedding cake. And then you find out more about what's going on. And yeah, it all kind of unravels. It's just, it was just delightful. Absolutely delightful. It was so nice. I went at the sort of right at the end, school was just finishing and it sort of went on the last day and I was really tired and I was like, oh gosh, am I going to be all right with this? And then I just came out and I just felt, the world Aww. was a better place with this in Aww. it. It was so, so good. It was just both of them, oh my gosh, the singing was to die for. Like they are both like phenomenal singers. And the story is really fun and lovely. And the theatre is beautiful and the set was beautiful. And the, to- the songs are lovely as well. I've had a listen to some of them again. Oh. And yeah, so I would recommend it's on till the 20th of January. But tickets are, I think there's only a few tickets left. I'm hoping that it comes, it transfers. Yeah. It's, oh, I'd like it, to see that. I yeah, I would definitely recommend you seeing it. If you can, try and see it. It's just, it will just make you feel, yeah, <laughs> just right in the world for two hours or so. What else can I say about it? Funny, 
It's heartbreaking at points. And what I like about it is that the story is really lovely as well. It's just, it, it, it doesn't, you think it might end up one trajectory, but it isn't, it doesn't. And I think that's really nice about it. And I don't want to ruin anything for anybody, but it was, yeah, it was really well done. Sound was amazing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and just, yeah. And also we were in the slips, so we were right at the sides. Uh-huh. The way the Kion Theatre is, it's quite it's quite a cool theatre. So you've got the rake seating and then you have these two, like rows of slips at the side. So we were so close to the stage, but we didn't like the tickets weren't that. I mean, I think we went quite early on, so we might have got cheaper seats, but I think they're only like 20 quid. And yeah, the thing is, the Kiln Theatre, I've been to a couple of things there recently over the last couple of years, and it's such a lovely theatre. It's got real industrial vibes to it, but it's really, it's a really lovely, lovely theatre. I would, I've never been, but I would like to go there because they get quite a lot of good stuff on, don't they? Yeah, they do. They do. Um, I saw another one there called the NW Trilogy a couple of years ago. And that was, again, really, really good. And we were in the stools for those ones. But you get really good. It's like a really good, intimate, but still quite a big theatre. So it kind of reminds me a little bit of uh, the Dorfman at the National Theatre. And it's just got that kind of cool, you feel very in it, Mm -hmm. even though, you know, you're still quite far away. It's very, yeah, it's very engaging as a a space. Um, And yeah, just see it for the set design. The set design was amazing. And there was like lights came through the set and it was, yeah, it was cool. It was really cool. So I would give this a five mimosa and this is Emma's recommendation. I think this one, I've already recommended it to a couple of people uh, because I just think everyone should see it. So yeah, yeah. Brilliant. So we've had some very good theatre this month, Naomi. We have seen some good stuff, yeah. We have seen some good stuff. And this kind of leads me on to our big theatre question, our BTQ. Because we're in January, I I thought we'd do a little, like, looking back and then looking forward kind of question today. So are you ready? Yeah. So what has been your favourite show of 2023? And what hopes do you have for theatre and musicals uh, in 2024? Oh, hmm. there you go. That's well, your, that's your question. Thinking of the, uh, I think probably my favourite show I saw was probably <laughs> a Strange Loop. Ah, yes, you did love a Strange um, Loop, and and also on my Spotify Unwrapped, like a Strange Loop was my like most listened to thing. Oh, was the, it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like at the very top percentage of people listening <laughs> to the Broadway recording, but <laughs> but also I did enjoy for for hilarity. Um, I really like police cops. Oh yes, um, but that's like very, very different. Oh god, yeah. It's more of like, but that was just so fun, so uh-huh. fun, most uh-huh. fun I've had in a long time in theatre. I think I'm going to do two as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and also I would like, I would like just to say, obviously Tina is almost pipped it to the post. Oh, really? I, I wouldn't put it right. I feel like if the jukebox musical, there always, there's always something. But I, yeah, oh, interesting. I would have to say Operation Mincemeat by far has been mm-hmm. the highlight. And I continue to, I always think it's those ones, the ones that I recommend people when I can't yeah. recommend them seeing a certain thing. That's always a good sign for me, I think. So that and Two Strangers, Carrie K across New York. Oh. So I think I saw one very early in the year and I've seen one at the very end of the year that have been my faves. But I've seen some good stuff this year. Yeah. I think we've, we've, we've both of us have seen yeah. some really great. I mean, we've also seen some. We've, we've seen a, mix, a mixed yeah. bag. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, so my friend um, 
Will. I was talking to him about the the Christmas Carol Sherlock thing. We saw. Oh yeah, yeah. Because he'd got tickets to go and see it. But he'd gone, he's going with his whole family, he's taking kids and everything. And apparently they really enjoyed it. So Did just they? going to show what we say on this podcast, yeah. you know, it's not the same for everyone. I'd be interested to know what it is they enjoyed about it, <laughs> <laughs> particularly the kids. They had a good time. They bought very expensive tickets though as well. So maybe mm. they had to like it. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas we didn't. But yeah. Uh, cool. And then what are your <laughs> hopes for next year, Naomi? Or have you got any things you're looking forward to seeing or things that are coming out that you know is coming out and things like that? Yeah. Well, I've got, I booked a ticket to see Hello Dolly in July. Yes. Um, at the Palladium. Ooh. And I love Hello Dolly, the film. Mm-hmm. So I've got quite high hopes for that. Good. It's got Imelda Staunton in it. Love Imelda Staunton. Love her. And we haven't got anything much else but oh we've we've booked um devil wears prada haven't we for yes, november we have. so we've got yeah, a while to wait for that but yeah there's a, there's a few like film to musicals coming out mm. i don't know if mean girls is coming out it is coming out oh it's coming it's coming to the uk because it's been in broadway for a while or it wasn't yeah. it was on broadway yeah i i don't know if i'm well i, I mean I'd, I'd see it yeah we'll see what what one's like We've also got, uh, we're going to our first award show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> booked ourselves some tickets. No we one's booked ourselves us. We haven't been invited, guys. <laughs> so don't get too excited. But we are going to, I think my hope for 2024 is for us to go to a couple more awards things and just kind of get ourselves into that world. We're going to try and see if we can get uh, tickets to the Olivier's if we can. Yeah. We probably need to look it up again and see when they're, they're available. Uh, but we are going to see, do the What's On Stage Awards. Yeah. Uh, did you vote? Did you vote for stuff? No. I, uh, no. And I didn't. And the reason I don't is because I don't think, if I haven't seen everything, I don't think it's fair. <laughs> oh, that is true. That is true. Um, I had seen quite a lot of the ones that were up for um, stuff. And I had a little bit of a read of reviews and stuff. So I, I, was, a, I was a very conscientious voter <laughs> next time I'll do that <laughs> but yes we're going to see that in February which is very excited I'm going to see I can't remember if you're coming with me or if Lee's coming I can't remember yet but um, Standing on the Sky's Edge which I'm very excited to see mm-hmm. booked that quite a while ago so we're going to see that in February oh and I think we do need to go and see Strange Things yes we do yeah so um, we're going yeah. to see that at some point when the tickets have calmed down yes because they're they're very pricey. I wonder how long that's on for. Does it have an end date or is it just? Uh, oh, I don't know. Uh, let's I should have checked this. Really, that's all right. So, Stranger Things, First Shadow, Big Now. Okay, so it's currently going until August the twenty fifth. Oh, so quite a long. We've time. We've got time. Yeah, yeah, we've yeah. got time. <laughs> uh, so that's all fine. And again, uh, booking fee. You may incur a transition fee of up to three pound eighty. Yeah, goes to show. Sometimes it's better to. Um, it is a long one, though. That's the other thing. Oh, is it? Oh, my gosh. Mm. I think the running time is, like, I want to say it's some because it's, it's, the showings are at one and seven. Oh, right. Yeah, so they yeah, start at Yeah, three o'clock on a Sunday matinee. Um, maybe we should do, like, a matinee, because I think this is going to be a very, very long one. I think a weekend matinee would be yeah, yeah, a good idea. Good. I think it's a really good idea. Um, but, yeah, it looks very cool. Um, I love an origin story as well. So, uh, yeah, let's get get that going. So, yeah, that sounds like we've got a lot of fun things packed for 2024 already. But as always, Naomi, thank you for joining me and talking. Pleasure, as always. (laughs) And I hope everyone had a lovely Christmas and have a very lovely new year. And we will be back in February with our Andrew Lloyd Webber. (laughs) 
<laughs> I feel like that also needs champagne. Any excuse? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so, we'll definitely get the champagne. We'll be back out. up, back to normal then. Yeah, <laughs> we're just a little tired right now, um, but all good. All right, we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.